You're giving Isabella far too much credit. Hi there. Welcome back to the Tie 5 podcast. Um, for the first time in a long time, Isabel's back on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about a movie today. Um, but first, Isabel, how are you doing? I'm just here so I don't get fined. Classic, yeah. It's been a while. I've been doing episodes without Isabella. It's been great conversation, really freeing, having someone to answer my questions, like with elaborate answers, you know, that go over two sentences. So, you know, I've enjoyed that, but... Um, yeah, back for a movie review. Isabel, what are you reviewing today? Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, honestly, this podcast has just become like, I don't know, whatever I want it to be, like whatever creative thing that I feel like I want to do. But anyways, Thor Love and Thunder. I know, I feel like MCU I should disassociate movie. because I have li- literally no, yeah, no say in any of it. I didn't even know you were doing, yeah, you, I did not even know that you did the episode with Mia and um josiah i feel like you have you should run some of this stuff by me because my name is still attached bro oh is it okay i think i changed the bio of like or like the description of the thing because like before it was like movies like oh we we do everything like once every friday but we never followed that at all or whatever um so i changed it to like uh i don't know something generic so what you aren't actually attached to it but my i am affiliated I'm a, like, I'm a founding um, like, mem- member. That's true. It's like uh, like when you hear those bands that get into like conflict and like they get mad and like one of them start, starts. I am the other one, one of the tie five. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two tie fives. Yeah. Um, Although, you know, I got to say, I was telling Matthew this, but like our friends, well, two of my friends, they're siblings. They recently shout out to them if they ever make it to the 67th. No, wait how many is this what number this is like 77 or something the 77th i don't know if they ever get down here all the way down here um but yeah they started listening to the podcast and i got a text at like 10 p.m or something like that 9 or 10 p.m from both of them and they were like oh my gosh we found the podcast because they knew about it because matthew's annoying and brings it up whenever he meets my friends but they i I don't even know if like i mentioned it to her but who knows no but they heard it from other people i'm pretty sure Uh like it's just like you know (laughs) and I've never told them like how to find it or whatever. They just knew it was a podcast. Um, so they texted me and they're like, we found it. And then I go to sleep and the next morning I get texts from them saying that they had listened to four episodes that night. Like that's crazy. Yes, the binge. <laughs> but I was like, you guys should do their siblings. They're kind of like us, older sister, younger brother. And they were like, Hmm, maybe we'll do a podcast. So, Look at us like inspiring others. We're inspiring the next generation of podcast, you know. Exactly. Things. Yeah. But as well, like honestly, wait, before we kind of get into Thor and Love and Thunder, like I was looking back and like 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 you said, seventy seven episodes. Some of them like I've done on done on my own or like we've I've done with like, you know, like now Elijah and then like Mia and Josiah. But like that's I think I counted about sixty seven episodes where we just talked together for like thirty minutes to like an hour and a half. Like, can you imagine? We have done 67 of these. Yeah, I know. When they, it, when, like, I didn't even know the count, but 
like the brother he texted me he's like only 77 more to go or he's like something like that and I was like 77 we've done that many I I yeah wow I don't know I could not I can't imagine like that I've talked to you for this amount of time like what is we should we should add it all up and see how long we've talked to each other for the total like runtime yeah exactly yeah that's insane and maybe like I don't know we can the total hell time create some algorithm to to (laughs) um wow I hate you um but to like find the total like time that we've like you know had the podcast and also the total time that Isabel has spoken and the total time that Isabel has spoken something meaningful (laughs) okay who's gonna be the judge of what's meaningful um me obviously <laughs> wait i am I the was gatekeeper say of everything but i forgot no uh, how I, forgot. <laughs> I had something meaningful <laughs> to say really wait what were you saying before maybe it'll maybe it'll jog my... your memory i was saying well we should do a percentage of like you know all, like we get take all the no, time no the thought came from before spoken. that stop i was gonna, oh, uh, i don't know uh, 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 i have no idea if only we could rewind this. Um. If only. You know, thoughts don't come to me that often. So, like, wow, what a wasted opportunity. That's tragic. <laughs> it, like, Isabella probably has, like, maybe, like, 103 good thoughts in her lifetime. And we, we, just, just, missed we just missed one, one of them. So now you only have 102 chances to... Dang it. Man. <laughs> wow. Um, but I do have a, I have a question, as always. Isabella, like, we started this in October of 2020. This was, we started it before the Lakers won that 17th championship. Um, just like looking back in that two, almost two years, like what, what, what's it been like, you know, just doing a podcast and becoming like more confident in like kind of talking to no one and just like, how, what's it been like for you? Oh, I don't know. Am I different because of this podcast? Huh? Mm, that's an interesting question. Yeah. I think like we're both like different people than who we were, but like how much of that can be attributed the to like, us talking together? That's so interesting. Um, I think I remember like our our psychology podcast, like the thinking about the way we think of things. I think that was like definitely like we learned a lot of, about ourselves and each other in that one at least. Um, yeah, I think. Well, we obviously already know this, but I don't like self reflect all that often, or like deeply self reflect but I feel like you've just definitely made me do more of it. Um, How successfully Mm -hmm. that was debatable, but like, you know, actually being put in a position to like do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've had some good conversations with you. Maybe also just getting to know you better Mm -hmm. or yeah. Like knowing what goes in your brain. Cause I think you've said this before, like, I know generally kind of like what you do, how you operate ish, but sometimes like what's in your head is like, what is going on? So I feel (laughs) like the podcast gave me like a little bit of a glimpse of it. I don't know if it makes me understand you better necessarily, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think like, I don't know if I would say I understand you better either. Cause like you don't give answers too often, (laughs) but (laughs) Um, I think like there's definitely a lot of conversations that like we've had that we wouldn't normally have had, you know? Um, yeah, it's like, interesting. Some the of the conversations couple... are like when we started to do the podcast, it was just like, Hey, what if we recorded some of the conversations we had? So some of them are like things that we actually just talk about. Like if it was just the two of us normally, and then some of it is just like, yeah, we ne- we would never talk about it on our own. 
Yeah. We started getting into like some like the topical episodes where we talked about like gender for one of them. We talked about like being Asian for another. We talked about like our college kind of um, acceptance thing. And yeah, like the, like maybe a month ago we talked about like our personality types like yet again. And that was interesting, I think. So. And I do want to say like uh, uh, last night I listened to half of your and Elijah's podcast and I heard that you... Only half? Yeah, because then I went to sleep. Bruh. Matthew. You listen to all of it. I'm It sad. was literally an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it was a long one. Like 45 minutes and then I was like, nope, I'm going to sleep. But anyway, I heard that you take advice from me and you listen to me. That is true. I think you feel like... You, I feel like you knew that was true too, though. I don't know um, if you actually... No, I don't think that i knew that you would actually like listen to me if you do then why don't you listen to me more often (laughs) why don't you do what i I say more often there's differences you know there's levels to this there's like oh matthew like go get me like my charger in my room versus matthew you should probably not skip class because class is important oh and also i just want to say for the record when you guys were talking about skipping classes i think this past academic year I have skipped zero classes. Wait, really? Yeah. Zero? Zero. Wait, okay. In your college career, have you skipped a class before? Oh, yeah. In my college career, I've probably skipped less than five. <laughs> There's no freaking way. There is way. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Uh, Nate, Nate, like, tell me, like, the reasoning for at least, like, two of those okay. skipping classes. Okay, for two of them. I have... Okay, for two of them, I know they were econ and I wasn't learning anything from class because the teacher would just, the professor would just rant. So, I like, at the very end, I just skipped two. Um, yeah. And then one time, I think I actually, like, it was, like, a weird circumstance where I forgot to go because I was freaking out because I thought that I had completely passed out in a previous class and I had no clue that I passed out. Okay, wait. For the for the audience at home, do you want to tell that story? Because that story is wild. Yeah, okay. That is an insane story. So I, I have math class, and then right after I have religion. And in math class, one day, I go into math class, and I open my notebook, or like my tablet with all my notes on it, and I look at the previous day's notes, and I literally have no recollection of any of it. I don't understand what it means. Some of them are like incoherent scribbles. Don't understand any of it. And so I turned to like the people next to me and I was like, was I here yesterday? And they were like, yeah, you were. And I was like, I don't remember anything that we learned. Like, I don't understand any of what I wrote. And so I like kind of freaked out and it was like, some of it was math related. Some of it was not like, I think I wrote down lyrics to like a worship song. It was really weird. Um, that's insane yeah and so (laughs) afterwards I got out of class and I was just freaking out and I was like calling our parents I was like I think there's something wrong with me I am possessed or something like that and so like I was so freaked out I completely forgot about my religion class right after and I think it was like an hour into the phone call with my parents they were like wait shouldn't you be in class right now and I was like I completely forgot okay so you have like probably solid reasons for skipping class like um when you said five classes i was like surprised in your total college career i mean i think there were multiple weeks where i skipped five classes 
Are you serious? Well, your journalism. Also, to be yeah. fair, my like upper divs, like especially accounting. There's like, there's like fourteen of us. So, if I skip, it's obvious. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think there was one point I was, I don't know, having a conversation with my friends. And, like, they kind of knew that, like, I wouldn't go to all my classes. And I don't know, we were just talking about it. And, um, like, they were like, Matthew, how many classes did you go to this week? And I was like, I went to a solid two classes. And, like, that was, like, an achievement for me. Two out of, like, eight classes. Are you and, like, serious? one of them was a drumming class. But, like, well, so sometimes it's, like, I, I think consider I consider somewhat of a skip. Like, if you put on, like, the Zoom class and then take a nap. Like, that's that's skipping. I yeah, like. of course that's skipping. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like I have learned my lesson as, like, the end of the semester went on. Like, I I was like, okay, yeah, I got to go to my classes um, and, you know, just sit there. But, like, look at me being a good boy. But My advice to you, go to classes. What are you paying, like, tens of thousands of dollars for? For the dining hall food, baby, and <laughs> uh-uh. uh, I don't know, paying for like, I don't know, our our football budget or, you know, well, part of Lincoln Riley's house. I feel like we should just have a a separate looking back or like nostalgia episode, but we need to get to Thor. That is true. That is, is true. true. Here's a question. Do you want to talk about Thor now or do you want to? think back and have nostalgia now no we need to talk about thor now because if we're ever going to talk about thor it has to be now it's already been kind of partially wiped from my brain okay that's true and i think just kind of going right in like that's sort of indicative of like the movie i, I feel like it, to, to some extent but as well overall like spoiler free thoughts on thor Love and Thunder. we watched this um two days ago um we're recording on monday we watched it on saturday um isabella overall thoughts on the fourth thor um, I thought it was decently entertaining. There were moments of good humor, at least for me, stupid humor. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. The fighting was, for me, unmemorable. I don't, yeah, I don't think the fighting or the action was not that fun. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fighting and action was not that fun. Uh, yeah, I think overall it's just like very to me cookie cutter like s- superhero movie i don't know hmm. yeah i think i agree like i i don't know I, I feel like most of phase four i have not liked right you know you have heard on this podcast me talking about how phase four sucks except for like hawkeye um and i don't know like this one i feel like i didn't like okay i didn't like this movie I thought there was, like, a, a huge waste of potential with, like, Jane and Gore. Um, I think, like, the actors were good and stuff. Um, but, like, just, like, it was so much of nothing. Like, I feel like the end was, like, unsatisfying. But, like, I, I can't even say that it was satisfying. Because, like, I, I don't think I was primed to, like, expect anything good, if that makes sense. Mm. But, like, walking out of the theater, like, I had, like, a really good time, I feel like. I was, like, I enjoyed it. It was, like, really funny. Yeah, I think it's... It was it's, fun to watch, It's, I feel like, like, it's good for enjoyment, but, like... Is it memorable? Is it something like noteworthy? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess this is a interesting barometer question. Like, would you watch this movie again? Mm. No, I would only watch a highlight reel of the humor on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That's a 
there's definitely like oh, there's a bunch of Marvel movies where like I'll watch the jokes and the action, but yeah, this one action like not the action. I don't know. The action was kind of boring for me. Yeah, I feel like this one is like you just kind of like swing a hammer or like a sword at people and they just kind of like go flying. Like even the the fights like against Thor were like maybe it's like Jane versus Thor or like Thor versus Thor or whatever or no a gore whatever they all sound the same like those like I don't think they did anything really cool like it's just a guy with a sword and a guy with like a an axe yeah you know? exactly so it was just like meh that kind of thing um, would you like recommend this to people um yeah I would recommend it as just like a fun movie to watch hmm. But, like, okay, I would recommend it to a casual moviegoer, like, who's looking for a fun movie to watch. But if somebody said, like, what's a good Marvel movie to watch, I would not probably not pick this one. Hmm, yeah. I feel like, so, if you liked Thor Ragnarok, if you thought Thor Ragnarok was the perfect movie, I think you'll like this movie. But I think if you had little problems with Thor Ragnarok, those, like, problems are, like, like made bigger in, in this one. I don't know. Um... Like some some of the humor was like funny, but I feel like some of it was just like, okay, there's like a bit where like, they like Thor has goats, and then just like oh, yeah. every ten minutes, the goats just like scream, and then it's like supposed to be like a, a joke. I'm like, well, like, okay, um, and I think there's another one where like, this is I'll try to make it vague, but like Thor is like trying to have like a serious conversation with a group of people who are in danger, and then while he's doing that, like Valkyrie is using her hair to like like put in his nose to like tickle him and he's like kind of like trying to like give this like monologue of like you guys are gonna be safe we're gonna rescue you and it's just like valkyrie putting her hair into his nostrils and i'm like well okay you know mm. so it was it was meh to me um but isabella in the first for the first time in forever our rotten tomatoes game our classic game that we've never had a name for isabella what do you think the okay basically isabella guesses the audience score for rotten tomatoes and then i guess the critics score and whoever gets closest to it um wins and isabella what do you think the audience score for thor 11 thunder is this is difficult i will say 90 Ooh, 90 walk me through the thought process there <laughs> i don't think it was Okay, if the, if the normal, if the regular audience was like me, well, actually, maybe higher. I feel like people. This is a generally enjoyable movie. Like people will generally like it. I mean, there's not like much to dislike from a enjoyment standpoint. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I I agree. Like it's, to me, it's like it's pretty short. It's like two hours. It's fun. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Oof, I have a bad feeling about this, but I'm gonna go ninety three. 92. No, 92. That's really 92, high. 92. Oh, 90, 90, okay. 90, 91. Uh, <laughs> okay, Going back 91, with the 91. 91. Wow, really changing your answer four times. But, okay, 91? Interesting. Yeah, okay. Okay. I feel like this one is, like, a weird one to judge because I feel like walking out of the theater, like, the vibe that I felt from, like, me and my family and also just, like, everyone there, like, like it just felt like, I don't know, I feel like at the end of most marvel movies there's usually kind of like a buzz of like a, ooh, like that was kind of interesting but like it just felt like everyone kind of like watched it got up and just kind of left and they're like okay you know just continue on with my day like i don't know it just felt like very you know met like a very mid movie um so i'll say like for critics i don't know 75 i think it's worse than a 75 but you know 
All right. Drum roll, please, Isabella. Please edit that out. We're, we're releasing that as TIE 5 ASMR. Um, <laughs> can we product that? I don't know. Anyways, audience score is 81, so Isabella's 10 off. And oh tomato gosh. meter is 67, so I was 8 off. And I take the victory for Thor Love and Thunder. No. Um, so 81% for the audience score, 67% for the tomato meter. Then, yeah, it was mid. I don't know. Um, but okay, Isabel, I think the, the, the first kind of test for, for you specifically for movies is the laugh test. How, much, how many times did you like audibly kind of react? Or how many times were you like, oh, that's actually funny, this movie? How many times do you think you kind of did that? Um, a couple. Hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? I what think the jokes mo- mostly in the beginning, or like that beginning, that opening, like whole thing. Mm-hmm. Where they kind of yeah. opened up with like narration with the gar- think, with right? the guardians. Yeah, with the guardians. Yeah. Okay, hold up. Like now we're in spoiler territory. But like the guardians are there for about like seventeen seconds and they leave. Um, yeah. So, if you're expecting a team up with like the guardians. Um, nah. sad to say that like, it's just, I don't, I think like Peter Quill was like the only one who had like more than two lines. Um, yeah. Or something like that. So yeah, it was a little, yeah. Like I laughed, I think one time and I, I, I kind of like gasped and Isabel like turned her head kind of, it was, you know, Daryl who Daryl is. Um, what? I guess you don't know who Daryl is, but like during Captain America civil war from the like, office, Marvel released no wait what? Oh, yeah. the black guy you, you kind of cut out so i'm really just filling in my own blanks okay anyways basically during um civil war you know when it was like everyone was like team cap versus like team iron man like you know that kind of thing um marvel released like a You're couple of shorts where it was like team thor oh i am i can't hear i didn't hear anything you just said that is tragic all right can you hear me now yeah is okay. somebody using the microwave anyways. no Oh, well. Well, anyways, so during Captain America Civil War, when they were doing like the, you know, kind of marketing for like the Team Cap versus Team Iron Man, that kind of thing, they released a couple of shorts um, where it was like Team Thor and Thor was just like living on Earth with a roommate named Daryl, like during that time on Earth. And it was just kind of like a fun, like spoof of like comedy of like Daryl being just like a normal chill guy who's like living with Thor who's like stupid and like has like a little bed for Mjolnir and like stuff like that and it was like a fun little kind of thing um maybe like I don't know 10 minutes worth of content and they brought that dude back um and when I saw him on screen like I gasped and I was like that's really funny like I don't know um but it was weird because I I was like laughing because I was remembering like comedy from like a different piece of Marvel content in this Marvel yeah so it was just I don't know um but I, I think there was one point where like Korg was narrating like about all the people that died in Thor's life. And then um, when it came to like the Warriors three, who were like, were like his like best friends oh, yeah. in the first two Thor movies, he was just like, oh, and that guy and that guy and that like random guy. And I was like, I think that's funny how like Taika Waititi like does not care at all about the previous like Thor movies. He was just like, I don't care. I'm doing my own thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was funny. I think a big part of like the humor that was shown in the trailers was like Thor like getting kind of flicked naked thoughts on a naked thor scene we saw his buttocks his full buttocks i mean i think his butt speaks for itself please elaborate on what that means (laughs) i don't know you know his butt was definitely there yeah um it was a butt 
it was a but uh, like if i watched minions rise of Gru for like um my uh what do you call it my my job my summer camp job and there were four more like you know bare butts in that movie but than were they as sculpted <laughs> they were okay four of them were nice like minion butts like nice round minion butts and then one of them was a Gru butt 11 year old Gru butt and i was like wow this is quite glorious but, uh... and I, I'm, I'm watching this with like 120 like children and every single time a butt came like the theater erupted and i was like i'm not gonna lie i'm laughing too because this is like <laughs> it's fun to watch a little like pill-sized thing like have like buttocks <laughs> um so that was fun but yeah overall like how funny would you say this movie is for me i'd say a seven a seven yeah hmm. yeah i think a lot of people like online were like mad about like how this was like too funny um and i, I thought it like it was not overly funny like our mom the first thing she said when she came out of the theater she was like this is just so dumb like i don't like this and i was like well yeah that made, that tracks for her um but it's definitely like very like dumb kind of comedy it's not like witty smart comedies like you know yeah that kind of thing yeah all right so moving on to our, our main character thor um as well what did you think his his arc in this movie was i'm trying to remember the movie <laughs> i think like you can tell this movie is just like it's pretty regrettable but yeah. You know. Okay, I'll help her out a little bit. Like, in the beginning, they're ta- like, Korg is kind of narrating and talking about, like, oh, you know, Thor lost all of his family, and now he kind of doesn't know what to do. So he ca- he's kind of, like, just Aimless. resting, waiting for, like, the next guy to, like, beat up. But he has, like, nothing, you know. His shunying mayo yi that kind of thing. Um, and then kind of just what, what happens as Thor kind of goes through the movie as well. Well, he... Um... He goes through relationship problems with Stormbreaker. And That's true. <laughs> and then in the end, he has a child. He has a child, yeah. Like Okay, I, I'm just gonna like skip to the end. Like the title like of this movie is Thor Love and Thunder, right? And at the end, you know, Thor takes Gore's daughter and he's like kinda like adopts her a little bit. And then Korg is like, Oh, and they're known as Love and Thunder. What did you think about that bit at the end? I was like, interesting. I don't think I had any specific thoughts about that. Hmm. Who's yeah. Love and who's Thunder? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, like, I don't know. I felt like to me, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because also like the, the the daughter of Gore is like played by Chris Hemsworth's like real like life daughter. Oh, really? Um, Which was nice. Yeah. Um. Which I think, like, she was, like, not a bad child actor. Yeah. Um, like, there's, like, some real child actors that, like, act worse than, like, what Chris Hemsworth's daughter did. So, like, there's that. Um, oh, I did not know that. But I don't know. I felt like this, like, after that first thing, of like, oh, that's cool. I was like, but, like, why, though? Like, I feel like nothing about, like, this movie was, like, setting up Thor to be, like, a, a father figure or for him to, like, I, I don't know. I think like in the beginning it was like, 
oh he's kind of empty because like he just doesn't care about anything he has like no like aim and it felt weird like he was like starting to find that with like his love for like jane he was like i want to choose love i want to feel like shitty instead of like feeling nothing and then jane dies so he just kind of like replaces jane with like a daughter like i i don't know i just feel like it it, like kind of came out of nowhere i was like oh that happened like there was nothing in the beginning to like set that up you know well there was like that slight little montage when he was like back with jane in the old days and then he was looking at like the baby stuff and he was like thinking about going that direction with jane i guess that is true but like i'm saying like that's like one shot in like a montage i'm like bro come on yeah um and i think i don't know i think that's like a, a problem of of this movie like it's like super short it's like one hour and 50 minutes like minus the credits you know um which is like short compared to like Multiverse of Madness like was two hours and forty five minutes, you know. Um, That's so long. And like, those movies are long, but like, I feel like this movie had so much. Like, there's so much they're trying to do. They're trying to do like Jane Foster being Thor. They're trying to do like Gore the God Butcher. And there's like they like had like this. The middle part of the movie is just like a rom com kind of thing. Like, yeah. Oh, like hey, hey, like between Jane Thor, the Hammer and, and Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then there's also like. A movie in here where i feel like thor like learns from little kids and stuff like and like also like a thor identity movie here but like i just like there's like so much glossed over in this movie you know mm-hmm. um but talking about like the main meat of the movie which i think this should not have been the main meat of the movie because like it just doesn't make sense but anyway how, what did you think about jane and thor did you kind of like buy them together like buy that relationship um Yeah, I guess so. I don't think that I didn't buy into it. But then again, I think out of all of the Marvel movies I've, or like all of the superheroes, whatever, Thor is the one that I like watched the least. Like I don't remember the first Thor or the second Thor at all. Those two were just like, yeah, pretty forgettable too. Which is when they, you know, meet and start their, you know, relationship. So I don't Mm -hmm. really remember. I really don't remember that. But I guess from... Like, the montage, I guess. It was believable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, like, basically the consensus is, like, from the first two movies, like, Jane and Thor, like, they don't feel like they like each other. It's just like, oh, two hot people are like, oh, cool. You know, Mm. let's be together, that kind of thing. And I think, like, there wasn't, like, much that, like, Taika Waititi, like, had to work out. Like, there was no, like, foundation, right? So, like, I think he did the best he could with, like, that um, little montage to be like, all right, you know, some kind of, like, fun stuff, you know, in there, you know. Um, So thought that was like solid but like this movie i feel like frustrates me because um like jane in the beginning like her first scene is kind of like with darcy after she like finds out how she has cancer and like she says something like oh it's only stage four cancer and darcy's like yeah of four and jane's like yeah that we know of and i'm like but what like you're like a renowned like phd doctor and like scientist who like she was quirky but she was never like funny jokes or like i was like bro this is like such a like taika waititi line that was just kind of thrown in there like it felt like jane was like transported into this like comedy and like wasn't who she was before but then again like i don't really remember it but like i don't know that kind of rubbed me the wrong way like if you kind of like just learned that you like got stage four cancer i feel like most people especially a scientist who like I, i like i feel like in my mind like she would try to like everything with like to like try to like fix herself and stuff um i don't know just like felt 
weird to me. Um, and like, we like go from like zero to hundred, like so fast. Like she immediately gets cancer. And then we have like, maybe like a 13 second montage of like her trying to like solve things. We're like, Oh, like what was his name? Um, it wasn't Dr. Selvig. Something. Dr. Eric Selvig. Oh, Selvig. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he makes like an appearance. He's like, Oh, sorry. I don't think you're going to make it. And then she just like looks at a book and she's like, all right, let me just go find Mjolnir because that's like the, I know. Why didn't mirror, 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 whatever. Mirror, near, mirror, near, whatever. Mew, mew. Mew, mew. Why didn't it, they call out her earlier? You know what I'm saying? If you really wanted to protect her, protect her at like before she starts stage four, bruh. Yeah. And then like also like, okay, so, like Mjolnir could be reformed by like Jane because she's like worthy now or whatever. I like, I don't even know what happens there. So like and later like Thor like calls like or tries to pick up Mjolnir and like he was like oh, okay cool like just wanted to make sure that it still works. So like could Thor have not like tried to put it back together earlier or like I don't know. Um, but that part confused me too. Um, and like then like she like turns into Thor real fast and I feel like I don't know like. There's just like not enough time. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting that. Like I knew she was gonna be mighty Thor, a, a Thor, some version of Thor. But I when when she like literally, we didn't even really see the moment that she put it together, and and then all of a sudden she was there and she was Thor. Yeah, um, and I just feel like a cancer storyline. Like there's like something about like I don't know, kind of facing your own mortality that like especially as like someone who like has been able to like solve so many things like through science like someone who's like she's been able to like solve like the space and time thing like she was talking about like the whole like wormhole and like space travel or whatever like she's done a lot of stuff right like i feel like there's like some interesting things of like someone who has been able to solve so much and she can't solve like cancer that's like causing herself to die like i feel like that's interesting but like we don't get to see any of that you know we're just like all right time to like make you thor and like have quips you know um so there was that. Um, and, okay, what did you think about our villain, Christian Bale playing Gore the God Butcher, and this guy? Thoughts on him? You know what I've come to hate? What or have not, you come to hate? Not hate, but, like, just dislike. I don't know why, but I feel like I dislike or, like, don't really understand a lot of, like, Marvel's villains now. Or, like, their motives behind mm. stuff. How so? I don't know. Like, maybe with I, Gore maybe specifically I, and then also Marvel in general. I can't really remember. But I remember, like, a couple times being like, what the heck is the point? Like, would anybody actually do this? I don't know. With Gore... Okay, let's see. His He believes in the power of the gods, sacrifices everybody he knows, plus his daughter. Then he finds out the gods are actually horrible so he wants to kill all the gods mm. i don't know i just feel, feel like the way it was showed in the movie like you know that scene with i, I guess was that supposed to be king midas yeah i think it was king midas because he was gold right yeah and then he like yeah yeah i don't know it just felt like really rushed it was like okay and then he becomes the god killer yeah I think like so like you can logically track like oh I I'm really devoted like devote devo- devoted wow, sorry that was devoted awful. devoted okay I, I I was caught between two words anyways I'm like a really devoted person like I prayed out to you and like my I needed help I was like in the desert 
and then like you don't answer and then i see you and like you're just kind of like joking and stuff so now i want to kill you like, i feel like logically you can make that but like the way they did it was like yeah like when i like, when i like started to talk about it i was what? like okay yes that makes sense i guess i can see where you start from point a and end at point whatever but then like i don't know in the movie i was just kind of like oh this is gonna be our bad guy for like the movie i don't know it just wasn't like i don't know i didn't yeah i didn't like it like also like th- that scene like this whole kind of like because i i think it's implied that this man like gore has been like a, a devout follower of king midas for like his entire life right like this is like everything he has known to be true and stuff right yeah. but like we see that happen in maybe like 30 seconds so for us it's just like oh okay like we don't care you know yeah. um, and, and we never saw like king midas as like this big thing he's not like this being in the mcu that's been established or whatever he's just like we, we meet him and he's like a just like a guy who makes jokes and we stuff, don't even you know, know like, if well, he's king midas and we don't even know until he gets killed yeah so like it just yeah it, it doesn't feel right to me and, and something that i thought was like really annoying was like like gore's entire plan is i want to lure thor here so i can get stormbreaker so i can open this portal to go to eternity this being that can like grant me any wish that i want then why kill um, all the other gods why kill all the like i get that like he's like oh because like they betrayed me but like the, the only reason that that you like feel that is because like your daughter died like wait yeah wait i was confused because at first i thought they said that you can get to eternity once you kill all the gods but then it turned out to be you need stormbreaker and then you can get to eternity and get your wish so i was like which one is it are you gonna kill all the gods are you gonna i they don't even explain the stormbreaker thing until like way later when it's like it's a trap yeah um like that was i was like I felt like they didn't like I think a good movie kind of like leads you towards like kind of where like we're headed so like we have kind of an idea and like something to latch on to or I think like Infinity War like we always knew like the goal was like do not let Thanos get all the stones and do not let him snap his fingers right that's like something really easy to track yeah. right or like in um I don't know, like Black Panther Black Panther is like do not let Killmonger like send all of our troops out to like terrorize the world like that's easy like make sure he doesn't send these ships right um yeah. that's like easy to track but for this one it was just like well we need to stop him from killing people but now we have to save the kids too and now we have to make him not get stormbreaker but then we lost stormbreaker so we have to go stop him but oh no then we have to like go into the eternity thing with him and like change his mind or whatever and i feel like the goal i like, kept on flipping and flopping like we have no idea like where it was going so like just when things happened it was like oh that happened you know yeah um so that was kind of like whack to me like and okay one thing that i i really feel like was a missed opportunity right because like gore's whole thing like his whole idea is like i trusted the gods and they didn't come through so they're bad so i want to kill all of them right yeah and i think the interesting thing about that is like thor is a god right so like i feel like this is something where like gore should directly challenge thor on this like gore like gore should hate thor and thor should have to like answer like the question of like why would like gods let bad things happen i feel like that's like a big like i don't know just like question that like people ask in real life yeah but like thor is never like he never has to confront that like um he doesn't like challenge get challenged like he doesn't have to like think about his past actions of how he's been doing things or you know anything like that it's just he's like the, he's oh, we gotta the one stop challenging because he ends up challenging zeus but he yeah yeah um 
and like something that I thought like a lot of people were like Gore was really great, but I feel like he has one thing to say and he like never like added anything interesting beyond that. He was just like you know like that that scene where they're in like the the dark world or like the shadow realm. Yeah. And it's all black and white. Yeah. And like he he traps like Valkyrie, Thor, and Mighty Thor all there. They're all tied up, right? Yeah. And there's like a three minutes of like him kind of talking to, to them. And basically he just says the same thing over and over again. Like, oh, you trusted the gods and they didn't come through. You're like me, so they're bad. And I was like, I feel like this is an oversimplification of like an interesting topic, you know? Because like people are always like, oh, like if a god exists, like why does he like allow like, you know, mass shootings or whatever? Yeah. And there's like, I feel like there's more to that conversation than just like, oh, okay, they're bad, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like there was no conflict going on between like Gore and our main character other than like, oh, he's killing people him. or kidnapping yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, dang, like this should have like, and this is where like Thor is trying to like find his identity, right? He's feeling aimless. He has like no purpose, right? And like, this is like it's supposed to be him finding his identity, right? Like defining like what he should be and what he should be doing, right? Yeah. Um, This would have been a perfect opportunity for like, um, gore to like show Thor like how he was doing something wrong and like give him motivation to like be like the good god or like do things the right way right yeah and I don't know they didn't even try to do that like this is something I think that Black Panther did well like Killmonger was like calling out T'Challa for being like this isolationist isolationist right like um keeping all of Wakanda's resources to himself and he challenges like T'Challa's beliefs about his father and about his country right and at the end like he changes T'Challa's mind. So like T'Challa reaches out. Right. And yeah. I think that's like how like a good villain and hero work. Like the villain is like obviously doing things wrong. Cause he wants to like genocide a bunch of white people. Um, but like he has like a point and he like changes the character that like has conflict in an interesting way that like only these two characters can have together. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was stupid. So like everyone was like, Gore was great. We needed more of him. Um, nah, I think like nah. we needed more of, we needed more of like his philosophy and we needed more of him to not be stupid. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Like, and, and also like he was like, I, I don't think he was scary at all. Like something that I thought was interesting, you know, like that, that first battle at new Asgard, that was that night where we first meet Jane. Yeah. Like Thor and Gore have like a little battle there. Right. Yeah. Um, And like, so they kind of fight. And then like at the end, Gore retreats. Right. And like, I think the way the fight played out, like, Thor and Gore, like, it wasn't like Gore was, just, like, beating him up, like, or anything. It was just, like, oh, kind of an even fight. Like, Thor had the upper hand, and then Thor's immediate reaction was, like, oh, we can't beat him by ourselves. We need to go get, like, a god army and, like, the best people in the world. Yeah. Like, what? Like, you by himself almost, like, beat him. Like, I feel like there's no, like, I didn't feel, like, terror or oh, this guy is legit, you know? Yeah, wait, I never, yeah, never really thought of him as, like, an actual serious threat. I don't know, he didn't come off that way. Like, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. And also, like, his sword was supposed to be this thing. Is it, like, the Necro Sword or Necro Blade? Yeah, something yeah. Like that? Yeah. It's, like, I think it's supposed to be this sword that, like, can, like, the only sword that can kill gods or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I was, like, I don't know, it, just, it was lame. It was, like, a black sword. It was, I don't know, I feel like a weapon that big should be, like, cool and stuff or, or whatever. Or, like, um, utilized more. I, we just, like, hardly yeah. saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think that was, that was just kind of, like, lame to me. Um, but let's kind of talk about some of the side characters. 
Valkyrie, Korg. What you, would you think about them? Those are our, like, two main side characters right here. Um, Korg gets blasted in pieces, but he gets, still stays alive, so Taika Waititi's still got lines. Dude, like, I wanted so bad for Korg to die then. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm like, I feel like Korg's isn't annoying, and I don't know. Yeah. And Valkyrie, what was she there for I'm trying to fit, remember where she ended up at the end but i don't remember i feel like something that like made me like really just like it was interesting like at that final battle she gets stabbed by gore right um uh, yeah oh yeah and and she's it, alive. it looked like she was gonna die but then like no and it was like okay something that made no sense to me in the third act right like when they got to the shadow world or whatever, it felt like, oh, this is going to be the final battle, right? Like, it's, I thought they were going to do, like, this visual thing of, like, oh, like, how, you know, gore is in the black and white. And, like, every time, like, Mjolnir or Stormbreaker, like, comes on, like, it shows a little bit of color, right? Yeah. So I thought it was going to be, like, slowly, like, oh, we bring color into this world. And that's, like, the visual representation of, like, oh, we bring love and whatever, or, like, I don't know, whatever stupid thing they're running with, right? But, like, they retreat for, like, zero reason. Yeah. Like, well, not really zero reason, but, like, Jane randomly just falls down, and she's like, oh, I guess stage four cancer really kicking in, and Valkyrie gets stabbed, right? But, like, again, Thor has been taking gore one-on-one -on -one this whole entire time. Like, the only reason they, like, kind of retreat is to, like, get rid of Korg and Valkyrie from that final fight. Like, like what was the point of, like, stabbing Valkyrie? It wasn't like, oh, no, this is, like, a real threat now or whatever. It was just, like, Oh, we stabbed Valkyrie. Korg got blown up, but like they, they come back immediately fine. Like ten minutes after that, you know, she's final like battle, outside right? in the garden. Valkyrie yeah. is. I can't hear you now. Oh what? My AirPods are dying. My air my AirPods are dead. Oh. Okay. Oh, I can hear you now. My AirPods are dead. Okay, so basically, talking about like the third act, um, like. I, I think, like, after they, they retreat, they go back to the hospital, right, and have a little talk with, like, Jane and Thor and how they're like, oh, I love you, and, like, I don't want to, like, live without you, that kind of thing. And uh, I think something interesting is, like, during this movie, they have multiple, like, times where they talk about, like, oh, Jane, that's exactly what a Thor would do, or, like, you sound like a real Thor, right? Um, And, like, it, I felt like they are trying to, like, talk about, like, what Thor was, like, supposed to be or, like, stand for or, like do and especially since like thor has been talking about like how he doesn't really know who he is after endgame right um and i feel like this movie would have been a fun time to explore that especially now that we have like two thors running around but like they never like went into like what a thor means and like what it means to like have that power of thor right and then at the end randomly thor has the power to give a bunch of other people his god powers for a limited time yeah like, bruh where was that when when did like what you should have given that to the entire wakandan army when thanos was there and we could have had like 200 thors running around beating like thanos right like that like made no sense to me um and another thing that i think is weird is if there's a place if there's eternity a place where you can go and like have any wish you want whoever gets there first gets whatever wish they want and it doesn't seem like there's any repercussions to it right like thanos why do you need the infinity stones just go there and like Ask for, like, the universe to be, like, perfectly balanced always. And all it took was Stormbreaker or killing all the gods. We don't know which. Yeah. 
So, man, you should just have been like, when he went to Eitri, like, make me Stormbreaker, and then, so I can go to, like, like, that just made no sense to me, how, like, you have a place where you can get a wish fulfilled, and nothing bad happen. Yeah. Like, also, when yeah. they say that the daughter was born from eternity, so, like, she has powers now just because he brought her back? Yeah, so is, like, the daughter eternity? Or is she just, like, what are the powers of eternity? Like, her, her she eyes has purple eyes. Purple. Yeah. So, I don't even know what that means, you know what I'm saying? So, like... It's love. It's it's love. Um, But, like, something that I also felt was, like, badly done. Like, Gore is not stopped. He's, like, because he got there to eternity. He can make that wish, right? But Thor is just, like, I hope you choose love. And he just kind of, like, goes back to Jane. Like, I want to spend my last moments with, like, the one I love, right? Yeah. And then Gore's, like, okay, I've never thought about that before. I'm going to wish for my daughter back. And I think there's, like, something to be said, like, when you have grief and you're, like, going after something, like, just, like, revenge, like, really vengeful and stuff like that. And, like, you have, like, some sort of moment that, like, kind of knocks you out of that and, like, helps you, like, realize, like, how you've been tunnel vision and stuff. But I feel like that was just, like, really stupidly done because, like, you are literally going after a power to wish for anything you want. Like, you haven't thought of anything outside of this. Like, bruh. Um, so... I thought that was bad. And also, like, okay, one thing that I feel like was weird, like, ever since Ragnarok, when he learned that, like, oh, you're not, like, your hammer isn't the source of your power. It was just help to help you, like, control it, right? Um, I didn't even remember like, that. Anyways, that, that was, like, the kind of thing. But every in every single movie since, like, Thor's whole thing is, like, I need to find a new weapon. Like, in Infinity War, he was, like, I need to find a new axe to kill Thanos. And now he needs to find, like, th- he says, like, oh, we don't need the gods. It's okay. We have like the lightning bolt. It's the best weapon and it can beat gore. I was like, but what? <coughs> like, I also think there's like no reason why they go to the God city. Literally none. Like, like I just don't even know why we were there. You know? Also that end credit um, scene with Zeus, like giving a little monologue. Is he going to come back? What was that? Oh, here's something that like really made me mad. Both of our credit scenes are people who died in the movie for like, I don't know, just kind of like decently big moments, like Jane's sacrifice or whatever. Or her, I don't even know if it was a sacrifice. She like died of cancer, basically. And then Zeus, you know, got killed by Thor. Um, both of them come back in some way in the post credit scene, you know? Does that mean we're going to see them again? Like, okay, this is something like, like the second one, the first one, like Zeus is definitely alive, right? Um... And then the second one is, like, Jane coming to Valhalla. And then guess who? Heimdall's like, hi, welcome to Valhalla, right? Um, there's, like, in my mind, there's no freaking way you got Idris Elba to come back for 15 seconds if you don't have more plans for I know, that's what I was going to say. Like, so, and also, like, minor spoilers. Like, in the comics, like, she comes back from Valhalla after she dies. So I'm like... Bro, are we really going to do that? Like, That's true. Do you think Natalie Portman got all bulked up and everything to do this for just one movie and yeah. die? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, so I was like, bro, we really like... In a sacrifice that like I honestly like didn't feel anything too much when like Jane died, I was like, okay, well, yeah. Like, we're just going to negate that like 10 minutes after it happened? Like, why? Also, second question though, follow-up question. If... Mir, 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 
Mimir. Mimir was tasked with protecting Jane. And it called to her to pick it up. But every time she uses it, she loses strength. Exactly. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. In my mind, like, protecting... Like, when he did that enchantment or whatever, I, I don't think Thor knew he was enchanting the hammer or whatever. Um, In my mind, that was like, oh, protector from, like, you know, um, like, physical threats if, like, there's a robber or someone who wants to, like, steal from her. But, like... I don't think in any other Marvel that kind of like thing like did Mjolnir ever have like healing powers? Um no. And like in the book now it says like oh it gives great health to its users, but that was just a freaking lie cuz Yeah, and Mjolnir and was didn't killing her. Did you just her. say that Thor learns that his powers are not from the hammer, it's literally from himself and it just is channeled in the hammer? Hey, but we learned that he can give powers to like 40 little kids so i'm mean, thor can just do whatever he wants now like uh, they they can do whatever they want in all of their movies now I... it's just like a whole mess i'm like but like why yeah like you know? when he started when um, he was like by her bedside and he was like saying like for the first time he was saying like oh every time you use it you lose your strength or whatever i was like where did this come from like why is this happening what yeah, yeah okay like also something that was interesting to me like you know like the the scene where she's in her like house in new asgard and she like breaks the sink because she kind of like turns into like regular cancer jane for a little bit i was like why would you change back like hold on to the hammer don't let it go like if it's letting you be this like super buff natalie portman when like, when that happened why would you i thought i go? thought like the lane they were going to go down was that like she would always have to be thor because you'd always have to hold the hammer Mm-hmm. And then she would be burdened with, like, the always saving the world. I don't know. And then it would come back to their relationship somehow. Like, See, I think that's, like, more interesting than whatever we got in this movie. Wow. Really? I should go um, yes. go talk to Kevin Feige and be like, hey. Yeah. Hire Isabella Tsai. Maybe. Hire Isabella Tsai. Oh, no. This is tragic. Hire Isabella. I know. Hire Isabella. Said no one yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah okay here's another thing like if the thor arc did not make sense because like it's at first him finding an identity and like the you know him at the end was like i'm gonna choose love or whatever i'm like bro that's like that's a weak sauce anyways jane's thing like in her first scene right with darcy which like i like appreciate darcy coming back for like 17 seconds of screen time like that's like nice but anyways um like her thing was like i'm gonna fight this thing my own way and darcy was like fighting it doesn't mean like you have to do it alone that kind of thing so like i thought like the idea was like oh jane is gonna learn to like kind of like let go of control because like she's just been this controlling scientist her entire life and gonna like learn to like lean on others for help or whatever and like that kind of thing you know i thought like that was like the natural progression of where that was going but at the end jane literally fights her own way and saves the day even though in the beginning that was like set up as a negative thing right like she goes and like ignores like thor being like oh you know that thing is gonna you know hurt you or whatever and for a sacrifice like she didn't even really help like out with the battle because gore ended up getting to the place that he needed to be so like her being there didn't change the tide of the battle right so it wasn't like oh she did this heroic sacrifice yeah it was no it was thor saying like oh you know maybe choose love that was like what saved the day right so um i don't know i think there's like 
uh, you can have a movie where like Jane fights her own way and like the things that she learns is like oh like who I am is good and like fighting on my own way is like the right thing to do and like have her not change but like find like like reassurance in her like her worthiness or whatever but like that's not like how it was framed and I was just like this I, I don't know it was stupid to me um but another stupid thing just jumping from stupid thing to stupid thing um did you feel like gore felt like wanda in doctor strange and the multiverse of madness to you no that thought did not pop into my brain okay you know not surprised but anyways okay like i was like wait a minute gore is going by the same thing like that wanda is right like oh true wanda is messed up wanda is messed up by the dark hold making her do bad things you know, Gore is messed up by the Necroblade. Yeah, he's cursed. To, like, curse to, like, go, like, kill stuff or, like, kill gods, right? And, like, I feel like in both times, there's a lot of, th- like, real-world things that you can say about, like, grief and, like, how, like, grief and depression can be, like, a hell of a drug in, like, ways that we cope, you know? Um, and I think that you can have some commentary on that, like, like, how much of it is me and how much of it is, like, not me and how, you know, like, that kind of thing, right? Uh, but you know like of course we don't have like any time to like have that heavy stuff in the mcu right like i think like what you're saying earlier about like how the villains in the mcu are kind of lame now like things that corrupt villains being lame it's like it's uh, like i i feel like that's a cop-out right because like we can't have people who are like actually bad it's like no it's this evil object that's like making them bad you know yeah um like can't you just make a villain who is bad and give them like good motivations and reasoning for like why like they're bad you know um so um that was annoying also i feel like this movie was like weirdly centered or like weirdly focused on like kids like like the entire thing is like to like get the kids back from at like who were kidnapped which i don't think like the kids needed to be there like it felt like they were just there to like up the stakes a little bit but like if gore is killing all the gods and like i feel like that's good enough to be like all right we got to stop this guy you know yeah, oh, of course he really felt like he had to take all those kids hostage. Yeah. Um, I feel like you could have just been like, hey, like you could have killed a god and left a message like, I'm just going to kill all the gods and then people, gods are going to start coming to you, you know, or like someone's going to try to stop you, you know? Yeah. Um, But then like there was that and then also like, you know, Thor ends up kind of adopting a kid. Um, And I feel like there's, I feel like I keep on saying this a lot, but there feels like there was a version of a movie where something else happens and that is good, but we just didn't get that, you know? Like, I feel like there's a a version where Thor spends a lot of, like, most of the movie with the kids. It's, like, more of, like, a buddy cop kind of movie with, like, maybe he, like, goes with Axel over, like, you know, I don't know, doing some adventuring and killing stuff. Or, like, he... Something like that. And, like, they kind of teach him, like, something about, like... They they view him as a hero and a legend, right? And, like, it, it can be a good way for him to like self-reflect and like define who she, he should like be moving forward. Like his like perception versus like who he actually is. It's kind of like what they did with Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, you know? Yeah. Um, but then it just feels weird how like the kids are the resolution in the movie, but like, it just, just doesn't like feel it, it didn't resonate. Cause like, I feel like that's not at all what like they were setting up before. It was like, they wanted to set up like this rom-com thing with like, Oh, Jane being the one I love or whatever. Um, so I don't know. It was, it was, it was just like very like annoying to me. Um, but yeah, are, are you are you excited for any more Thor in the MCU? I could possibly be excited for Love and Thunder. 
Hmm. I, okay, actually, no. I don't know if I would want a whole movie of that, though. Seems like there's so many ways it could go wrong. Yeah. I feel like... Like, I would like Thor and love, like, with love the age that she is right now. But if you... Cause, but, but you can't have that, because, like, Chris Hemsworth's daughter can't act like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she definitely can't um, pull a whole movie. So you, you have to, like probably have to age her up right but then if you age her up then that's just like hawkeye yeah like just a copy of it and i i don't think you can do much better than Haley seinfeld and is and jeremy is renner there another gonna be another thor solo film i mean honestly i feel like after this like it feels like it's setting it up like that like hercules oh yeah like, I, hercules. Bro, I don't care about hercules at all man like hercules to me felt like it was it feels like that sequel threat that's never going to come like it comes into fruition but it's never in an interesting way right like in the doctor strange movie the first one like mordo was like oh i'm going to kill all the sorcerers cuz like the world has too many sorcerers right and like mordo didn't even come back in the second doctor strange he was just like a different version you know yeah um and then like in spider-man homecoming like at the end vulture and scorpion are like in the jail and they're like hey like wait hey vulture do you know who like spider-man really is and like vulture says no but like i don't know they, they moved from vulture to like the sony world which like okay i guess i'm just never seeing him again um and then like yelena from black widow post credit scene like that was kind of like she just showed up in hawkeye it was fun but then like it didn't really like capitalize on the threat of like oh i'm gonna kill clint barton um and then shaoling and like shang chi like i don't think we're like we're not seeing her again for another like five years probably yeah like i just wish they would stop like, like expanding it's like it's like mirror mirror like exploding into like a bunch of different bits and you have no clue how it all comes back together i don't even think it can come back together the way they're yeah. introducing stuff i know i was talking to some people and they were like oh don't worry they'll be able to do it and i'm like i think you have a little too much faith there's no way that they pull all of these characters into something i don't know i just don't i don't have enough faith that it'll be that coherent and or that good yeah and I think they've like lost a lot of the goodwill that they've built up in the post credit scenes. Cause before in the early things, it was like Nick Fury being like, Hey, Tony Avengers initiative, or like, um, it would be like Hydra kind of experimenting on like Scarlet witch and or like, you know, Wanda Pietro. And like, then they became like huge players down the line. And like the Avengers initiative was a huge thing. But now like we've seen so many post credit scenes where like there's ones that like they don't even fulfill. And the ones that they do fulfill, it's like, in like the most lame way possible i feel like um like in the spider-man far from home one it was like oh everyone knows that peter parker is like a thing and then like we're like oh my gosh how is he gonna get out of this and in no way home that's resolved in about like five minutes like charlie cox as daredevil comes in and he's like oh you'll be fine and then they're like okay now let's go like do this whole andrew garfield and toby Maguire thing um so i think that's kind of disappointing um so and one thing that i have read a lot on just like reddit twitter youtube that kind of thing it's the idea that like oh all of you guys are being like kind of ungrateful you're not like understanding that like for phase one and phase two we had movies that didn't really like massively set up the future like you guys need to be okay with movies that just like kind of focus on like the characters themselves and just like you know getting to know them more and like getting goodwill with like these new characters that we're moving forward with. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that, like that makes sense. But the problem is 
Like the MCU is not making movies like Thor Love and Thunder doesn't really set up anything big in the world. You know, like who's really excited about Hercules or who's excited about like seeing Jane in Valhalla, you know? Um, like they're not setting up big things moving forward. But even in this movie, in the standalone movie, I don't think that they're getting any of the characters right. They're not like pouring into like character driven stories or like having narratives that are interesting or that like changes people like i don't feel like thor changed really from the beginning to the end of this movie you know it's just like oh i got like a daughter figure to take care of now you know mm. um yeah so i feel like that was just like like why and I, I think like his whole thing of like i choose love is like it, it just like rings hollow to me because like what in this movie like convinced him to choose love right like jane just shows up and he like remembers like he still really likes her and so he's like okay i choose love now like like really there, i don't feel like there's anything in this movie that particularly like pushed him towards that you know um so yeah and it's not like he was know. completely like completely lost and heartless before i mean maybe he is but like i don't know i feel like in the way that you see him rush off to go rescue sif right in the very beginning like he still has some capability yeah. of like he still has people and he still wants to be there for them and it's not like he's just wandering aimlessly by himself like sh you know sure there might not be a lot going on in his heart but like him like dashing off to go see sit to go like save sif and then like immediately being resp responding to this like next threat i mean i feel like there's still some sort of level it's like not completely gone so there's not like yeah yeah it's not like he didn't have any of it i agree and like in the beginning they're, they're just saying like oh he would just like come in and do battle whenever like the guardians kind of needed help right um which like i thought it was like that like made me not like that at all because it, it made the guardians look like a bunch of bums who couldn't handle like aliens like yeah like they made the guardians look helpless i'm like what that's really like they were just fighting a guy with, with a bunch of guns like spaceships like why do you I know need when he this? came into that battle on that random planet like really yeah and like something that i feel like is weird is like there is a lot of like i feel like good passion and like purpose in like literally saving the universe and helping like poor people or like people yeah, who can't exactly. defend themselves right that's the whole thing about being a hero and that's something he's doing like throughout but like so this is why i feel like thor or gore was just a bad choice for a villain here because gore is supposed to like challenge someone who is like is being flawed, a god like a flawed and, like, god yeah, a flawed god who's, like, not taking responsibility and not doing, like, the right things and not, like, sacrificing for people. But, like, that's all that Thor is. Like, he's always been... That's literally all he does. ...about that. Right? Yeah, like... um. So, like, I, I could have... There could have been a movie where, like, Thor's, like, maybe I just don't want to do this anymore because, like, I'm too... Yeah, what if like it what was, like... What if we had met... What if it was Fat Thor? Like, he was Fat Thor for 50 seconds in the beginning of the movie. What if he continued like fat thor or did something like you know abused his power in some way oh yeah also i mm -hmm. feel like they got rid of fat thor too fast yeah um like it just makes no sense to me because thor at this time of his life is like he's a good hero but like, but at the beginning i feel like he regressed a little bit because like he like they made it as a joke but like thor like straight up destroyed the entire like building and civilization of that planet and like the guy the, the leader was like oh this like i don't know building structure is like really important to our like culture or heritage or something and he just like kind of destroys it and he's like <laughs> bye i was like what yeah um that felt like something that like 
Thor would do in Thor 1 when he's like all like you know like cocky and stuff like but that doesn't feel like the Thor who just like does everything to save people that we've known for the last couple of years right yeah um well minus when he was fat Thor honestly I wish we like started and stayed a little bit more with fat depressed Thor again yeah like I agree like fat Thor like a lot of people were saying like in Endgame like oh they're just like making him a joke and stuff right like but I feel like (gasps) the fatness was like definitely like manifestation of him like letting himself go just like drinking exactly like i feel like we haven't like we haven't exactly well we sort of have but like we haven't seen like a hero go that you know yeah that deep into and and there's so much to explore with like not being able to save the world in time or like uh, grappling with that fact of everything that happened post end game for him hmm Okay, here, okay, maybe, like, with your idea and my idea, we can kind of put together a little pitch or, like, a rewrite for Thor 4 that we would like. Okay. All right? So, basically, here's kind of my thoughts. You can, like, chime in with whatever when you think of it, right? Okay. So, in my head, there is Jane Foster does not exist in this movie, okay? Um, But Gore is still our bad guy, right? So, I don't know how we do it. Like, sorry, but the Guardians are not really going to be in this movie at all, like, after Endgame, Thor is just kind of traveling the world, like drinking, doing fun, like betting, um, doing whatever. He's still fat, right? You know, our fat Thor. Um, and at some point, like he either like runs into Axel or like one of those kids, right? And the entire thing of is him like squandering his responsibility and like the things that he's like, the, you know, like the, his godliness, right? Yeah. Um, and through that, it's just a buddy cop movie where like, you know, it's like the never meet your heroes things, but I actually like, Thor is a bad hero. Like Axel is like, what? No way. Like I thought Thor was this big legend, but now you're just like this fat bumbling guy who doesn't care about anyone. Wait, I feel like this anyone. has been played out before. I just can't think of a movie that what it is, but I feel like we've had this before. Maybe not Marvel. This... I, this is like a solid, like just like a regular buddy cop movie Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'm like proposing. And I feel like, but like it's simple. I don't think there's like much like big nuanced things that you can do with no, like, I don't know. I think the kind of character of Thor is, is like, he's not going to be like approaching these hard hitting issues. You know, he, he's not going to be like, give you a black Panther movie or a Captain America civil war yeah. or a winter soldier movie, you know? Um, but I think in that way, you just like, you can have like Gore actually have a grievance with Thor that like makes sense. Like Thor is a guy who is neglecting his responsibility and his power. Right. Like, I feel like it's like a very simple setup. But, like, they wanted to do Jane Foster in here. They wanted to do a rom-com. And, like, I mean, it's fun, but, like, you know. Yeah. That would have been so much more interesting because that's exactly what, like, he Gore feels from Midas. Like, you know, everybody he knew, his daughter, everybody died. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, like, in this movie, like, people are saying in Endgame, Thor was a joke. But this one, he, like, literally is a joke, I feel like, more so. He's just, like a bumbling idiot who kind of like does stupid stuff and just like makes a bunch of jokes and like he like poured beer on Stormbreaker and like kind of like caressed his like axe part and I was just like what is going on like I don't know it was it felt dumb to me so I don't know yeah so Isabella let's go to our ratings um let's go to our categories what what, what do you think this I, for out of 10 I, I gotta put this out first but <coughs> you can edit my coughs out mm, no I'll, I'll let you let the world know that you had covid 
we did indeed have COVID. All right. Okay, so Isabel, first category is LOL. How much LOL did you have? Seven. Did I say seven? You did say seven, which I feel like is kind of high for this movie, but. You took away my rubric. What do you mean I took away your rubric? It's under rubric. Oh. I will go seven for LOL. Seven for LOL. Feeling the feels, I feel like I didn't feel any of the feels. I was like, this is just whatever. Excuse me, who is who is rating this right now? I, I was just giving my... I, I was like, while you're thinking of it, Wait, I'm, two. I'm giving some commentary. Two. Wow. That's low. You felt more feels in Moon Knight than in Thor Love and Thunder, which, I mean, is... Eh. They both kind of sucked. Yeah. How much longer? How much longer? I don't I actually don't think I checked. It was like pretty short, so I didn't think I, I didn't check at all. We'll put a seven for that, too. Seven. I, I find this interesting. It was like one hour and 53 minutes, and I, I thought... Like, this feels long. I don't know. But, yeah. Satisfying, Satisfying ending. ending. Um, four? Five? Five. We'll say five. Four. Oh, I would give this a zero, bro. This was a bummy ending. Like, oh, my gosh. Acting, Anyways. we'll say six. I think the acting was good. I mean, just like the characters. I were know, stupid, but I feel like it's gonna. Yeah. If I, I'm gonna give too high of a score with the way I'm going. I feel like I should just that put my sense. scores and then change them, like, and then tell you the final score. No, give yourself a final score and then like make that like number split up nicely into like the. the okay, group, we'll just keep going. We'll just keep going. Personal bias. <laughs> say four. Four. Re- rewatchability three. Number. Three. Okay, yeah. Visuals. Visuals were decent. I was okay. It was just like a lot of color, but I felt like there was so much green screen in this movie. Yeah, we'll go like, with five. Oh wait, did you know when they're talking at the village? There was like a few shots where Thor's face, like, man, did not look like Thor. Like <laughs> he did not look like Chris Hemsworth. Did you do you remember no, that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Like it felt like someone like, like CGI'd his eyes, but like kept them floating and moving around. They couldn't like keep them steady on like the same place of his. I, I don't know what it was. I like maybe they had to reshoot it, or like he wasn't there that day. But anyways, yeah. Okay, originality plot story. We'll go with a five. Five. Okay. Better, or worse, same as expe- uh same. What were five. your expectations for this? Not movie? much. I, th- I heard it was funny, which I guess it was. If I had to categorize the movie as something, it would just be like funny didn't i say this in the beginning funny not that memorable Mm, generally enjoyable but not that yeah Mm. okay wait i I feel like i have to adjust because it comes out to a 49 in total is it really one point better than moon knight we're gonna make it equal to moon knight actually no no i'll keep it one point better than moon knight i'll 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 stand by that Okay, okay. Um, so 49 for Isabella. I think for me, story out of 30, it gets... Bro, this gets like a a 12 to me. Because like, I just like had no idea like what they're going for there. Um, direction, which is out of 15. Eh, like, would you want to see more from Taika Waititi? Like, it depends. I, don't know. I like I feel some like of I, his stuff. He's... Yeah, he's okay. You watched Jojo Rabbit, right? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Jojo Rabbit was good. Thor Ragnarok was pretty good, I feel like. This was like not. 
Like, I don't know. Like, um, I think he didn't write Thor Ragnarok's script, but he directed it. And this one he wrote and directed. So maybe his writing is just not as good. But I'm pretty sure he wrote Jojo Rabbit. Well, maybe it's just a different um, thing. Yeah, maybe. I'll give him a 7 out of 10 on direction. Um, for the acting and characters, like, this is hard because, like, the characters sucked balls. But the acting, I feel like Chris Hemsworth is good. Like, Christian Bale was, like, solid. I'll give, like, a 9 out of 20 because, like, I don't know. It was still bummy. Technical. Um, like, they had some nice music in there, um, I think. Like, yeah, I don't know. They licensed songs. I'm going to do 5 out of 10. Um, plot. Plot was straight up stupid. Like, dude, if you got, like, a, a wishing well that just solves everything you want and doesn't have to, like, no consequences like, it doesn't like need a sa- sacrifice or consequences like that's stupid five out of 15 um enjoyment like despite all that like i feel like i enjoyed myself decently in the movie it was like fun to watch like it, was, it wasn't right? boring i don't think yeah yeah so I'll, I'll give it like a four out of five and then personal bias i don't like this movie bro six out of ten so i think that comes out to a a 48 which is on par with the me. same thing as same thing as Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. But I hate Shang-Chi more. So maybe I gotta update my Shang-Chi um rating. Shang-Chi's just so bad. Oh my gosh. Ew. Ugh. Man. Um, yeah. The next movie up is like Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And like who knows how that's gonna go with like Chadwick. I literally and, like, know nothing about passing. that. Yeah. Like, okay, what I know is it's gonna be basically Wakanda versus Atlantis, which I feel like, like one side is gonna like, like how do you have an interesting fight between Wakanda and Atlantis? Either it's gonna be on land and the Atlanteans are like at a disadvantage, like a major disadvantage, or like it's in the water and Wakandans are at a major disadvantage. Beach fight. So, yeah, I don't know, but I always love like underwater movies and stuff. So I'm like excited for that, but like, who's gonna be Black Panther? Like I don't. Bring back Michael B. Jordan, bro. Um, he was cool and i don't know um like isabella hasn't like watched miss marvel at all either and that's pretty trash too so is marvel going down the drain i don't know i think we've we've said this like since the very early phases of phase four like can marvel ever be as good as it was like phase three i think i think they've peaked i think it's it's i think in hype they've peaked in quality they could do better but they just don't want to <laughs> they could be definitely better like they could be making much better movies than they these. could go like, to all their classes and get good grades but they don't want to yeah like kevin feige what are you doing bro yeah so you should have taken our, our thor 4 pitch that would have been better like i don't know um but yeah i don't know it's just such a bummy movie oh my gosh like i don't i can't like express my frustration like there's so much potential in this but like they chose like every bad option i feel like so yeah well isabella it was nice having you on as a guest in the podcast <laughs> see you when black I feel panther so weird. hits yeah um maybe we'll do a nostalgia episode sometime or something um because we had some things to talk about there wait when's our but anniversary it'll be our two-year anniversary that's um i think it's october we released the first podcast on dad's birthday october 6th oh really 2020 Okay, so well maybe, maybe October we'll 6th, 2022. A, a two year 
retrospective. We'll do a two-year anniversary kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, bad. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.